0: This
1: is the Iowa State Athletics SideCast.
0: This SideCast is brought to you by VanWall Equipment. Visit any VanWall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors with the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's SideCast is a visit with the Director of Student-Athlete Development on the Cyclone football staff, Justice Jones. Jones is in his second year at Iowa State after a stint with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, His goal is to help the Iowa State players grow in the areas of character and personal development. And those are top priorities for Matt Campbell and his staff. They have been ever since they arrived in Ames. We hope you'll enjoy this visit with Justice Jones. Justice, tell me about your position and how it was created and and what was the intent behind
1: it. Yeah, my position, I am the Director of Student-Athlete Development for the Iowa State football team. And uh, it was kind of created from Coach Campbell. He wanted... You know, someone who was going to be in uh, our players' lives that had really nothing to do with the X's and O's of football, just more about uh, their life outside and after football. So he had a real passion for kind of having this position created and having someone that was going to be really for the guys and in their pursuit of you know overall greatness outside of the outside of the football field. So you know, my role is is really just to instill some programming in our players that allows them to be the best version of themselves and. Uh, allows them to really tap into being a whole man a whole man for me is someone who accepts responsibility uh, rejects passivity loves and leads courageously and invests in things that last
0: you played college football bowling green is that where you first cross paths with coach campbell and tell me about some of your other stops on the way on your path to iowa state
1: yeah, so that's where I met Coach Campbell first. Uh, he was our offensive line coach from 2007-2008. It's one of those things I knew of Coach Campbell, but I didn't really really get involved with him too much because I was an offensive lineman and he had his, his work to do, So, but I didn't know him. He had a really distinct voice back then, so I knew of him. I heard him a lot. So, uh, But yeah, so, so after that, I went to Bowling Green from 2007-2011, started my career really in sports sales, I would say. I worked at Team Sports in Holland, Ohio for about a year, then worked at State Farm for two and a half years, selling insurance, kind of trying to make it work, and then went down to Miami and sold cruises for Celebrity Cruises, that's the sister company of Royal Caribbean. Uh, Then I went to Tampa and uh, kind of got into the tech industry, so as you can see, it's kind of all over the place a little bit, but when I got to Tampa, I felt like I was getting called back to football, specifically. And I didn't want to answer the call because if I was going to do that, then I wanted to have some credentials and some backing behind my name, and I knew that was going to require a master's. I just didn't want to be another athlete or a football player saying, hey, Coach X, can you give me a job? I used to play football. So I got my master's in sports administration at Liberty University. And then my first stop in my player development journey was at Wake Forest with uh, Coach Clausen, who was my uh, head coach from 2009 to 2011. I worked in, uh, in their offices with recruiting and compliance, a little bit of sprinkle in a little bit of player development in there. Um, that's where I kind of got my feet a little wet. But then after that, I went to down to Tampa, uh, worked for uh, the Buccaneers and Bruce Arians and uh, Jason Light down there. Uh, my boss was Duke Preston. He still works for them now. But uh, at the time, he was four years in. He worked at Notre Dame before that and uh, that's where I really got my my I got to sink my teeth into player development and, and, and in the NFL it's called player engagement. We did a lot of programming with the rookies. I did a lot of programming with the practice squad players. Did a lot of programming you know all team programming just from a professional development standpoint and uh, really the from a rookie standpoint helping them transition into the NFL and and, and what all entails being a rookie from finances to unhealthy healthy relationships and shoot to two uh, navigating all the pitfalls of your first year and so that's kind of my story of how i got to uh or really how i got into player development but then in 2021 coach coach hillman reached out to me and he said that coach campbell wanted to really try to start player development at at iowa state from a football perspective and i just felt like my work probably wasn't done in tampa at the time and i decided or i liked it to kind of Stay in Tampa. Uh, I felt like there was still some work to be done with our players, and then they approached me again in 2022 when I felt like my work was done with with Tampa, and so I'd uh, elected to come up here, and it's been it's been a joy ever since, man. I mean, Coach Campbell has been phenomenal with support um, and supporting, you know, the player development role, uh, supporting the programming that we want to do, and and really allowing me to really run the department as I see fit. So it's been amazing.
0: And Matt is a person who has always said. It's the person ahead of the player. You hear him say things like, be the best version of yourself. You've already said that once within this interview. Developing young men to excel, not just in football, but in life. And you hear a lot of coaches say those things, but I know with Matt, he means it. I mean, he lives it every day. And I mean, I think it speaks volumes that he wanted to have this position on staff at Iowa State.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, he always talks about. Right, I kind of, I kind of try to uh, give the the newcomers or the new people that come in a, a peek behind the curtain of really co- what coach wants and he values academics number one, taking care of your body with nutrition, and being on time, right? And so those are the three simplest things to break it down to all these players. And and I think when you first come in, it's like I'm the three or four star guy, and you know, coach is going to adapt to me, and I and I kind of try to pull these guys aside and they say, "Well, this is Coach's program, so you got to you got to be mindful of that, right? And, and you got to understand that it's it's his way of the highway and, and his way is is the right way, you know? And, and and culture over scheme and and those are the things that he really instills in his program." And Again it's 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 been one of those one of those things where the backing and the and the understanding of what I do has been embraced from the whole coaching staff top to bottom from Coach Campbell. And really I gotta give a shout out to to Derek Hoosier as well and, and what he does with with, re, with recruiting and allowing me to really allowing me the voice to, to speak to some of these recruits even before they come in to to speak to what I do and, and what we're about as a program. So
0: what you just said, how important is it? In your position, and I guess how appreciative are you to have a coaching staff that does live it every single day and doesn't just provide the lip service of a developing young man? I guess, w- what does it say about your position that you accepted it here because you knew what kind of character person Matt Campbell was, what kind of people his staff were, and how, how you were going to have their full support what you were trying to
1: do. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that makes us unique. You know, truth be told, I think one of the things that, that I, I thought about even before I got here was, you know, what is Coach Campbell like? What does he appreciate? What does he value? Uh, what are his morals? And I think, you know, being able to see it from afar, yeah, even in Tampa, has has been amazing. But then when I got here, it was right off the bat. You know, these are what, these are things that I stand for. These are the things that I, I really want in, in player development and they kind of align with my values. So it's been it's been really good from top- down coaching staff wise. I mean from professional development, from uh, allowing me to to work with our mental health clinician and those type of things with Caitlin Fix. It's been you know really a kind of amazing journey, but, but really a, each and every day is, is a privilege to, to be here and, and, and be under Coach Campbell and, and hear him talk and, and it not just be a recruiting tool. Right, and I think that's one of the biggest things, especially in the atmosphere of college football and NIL. You're gonna hear, you know, a lot of, of coaches say this, that, and the other, and and they want you, uh, you know, to to be, you know, a, a great football player and a great man. But when you get there, it's it's not that. And and you know, one of the things with with Campbell is that. He he says that, and he and he lives it. Not just by what he says, but 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 what he does, and and his relationship with his wife and Erica and the kids, and you know just seeing him. Excel in, in in a lot of areas, even outside of his profession. Again, it's been it's been one of one of the most joyous things to see from a head coach, you know. And, and I and I and I got the privilege to see that in a little bit in Tampa. But I think when you're at the professional level, it's harder to make an impact because this is their job. That's their job as as professional athletes, and you want them to excel on the field first and foremost because that allows them to be better men off the field. But in the college atmosphere, and especially at Iowa State, it's more. So how can we allow you to be the best man first, and then? will work on
0: the football. Today's Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. As a former player yourself, does that help you relate to some of the things that these guys might be dealing with? And, and I guess tell me what some of those things are that, that you find that players are dealing with today.
1: Yeah, I, I was just talking to one of our players now and uh, we were just talking about some of the things that he's dealing with, and and I was like, look, I, I understand it because I lived it, you know. And and we talked about some of my my struggles and journeys around Bowling Green. But you know, it really, when you break it down, I think when you first get here, you're you're kind of struggling with your identity and and who you are, not only as a football player but as a person. It's probably the first time you've lived a, away from home. So talking about doing dishes and talking about laundry and you know, mom's not gonna do that anymore, right? And 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 talking about being on time, uh, getting to places that you need to be. Uh, in a timely manner and then i think your second and third year you kind of go through the pitfalls of the sophomore slump uh, or you know healthy decision making because when you're here for that long you kind of know where the good bad and the ugly is and it's easier to find it you know it's kind of harder to find it when you first get here you're just trying to tread water and then once you once you start swimming it's easier to to find the the nastiness right and so i think that's that's kind of what they're going through their second and third year is just finding that, that space to help with good decision-making or finding the space to uh, navigate the, the, the pitfalls of, of being just not only a college athlete but a college college student. Uh, and then, you know, what, what they could be going through or what they're usually going through their fourth and fifth year is, shoot, my time at Iowa, Iowa State is coming to a close. Like, what do I do next? Like, how can I, what do I need to do? How can I be best prepared? Because I've spent my whole 21, 22, the last 21, 22 years of my life dedicating myself to this game, and it may continue, it may not, but how can I navigate that? What do I do with internships? How can I set up a resume? What is it like in the professional world? Like, What can I expect? And I think those are the things that a lot of fans don't see is guys that are trying to figure out who they are professionally and still have a dream of making it to the NFL. It's probably one of the, the most difficult times in their life, uh, besides from when they first get here, is because that's, an, uh, that's a whole new adjustment to not just Iowa State, but being a, a grown man. You know, there's young men and then there's grown men, as you, as you know, you, you find your first job, uh, you get a wife, you get kids, you get bills, you get this, you get that, and it's it's it 's always piling up so if I can help our guys in some capacity try to navigate that when they when they leave here, i think they 'll you know my job had would have been done, and they 'll be better for it
0: how eye opening is that experience for a young person coming in to play in the big twelve conference who might be from a small town or whatever, but it was was certainly one of the best high school players on his team in his conference in his state. And then all of a sudden come in to a situation where, hey, everybody's good. And there's a lot going on here and there's a lot of moving parts. I mean, can it be overwhelming for a young person to just all of a sudden get thrown into that?
1: Yeah, I would. I would say it's 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 tremendously overwhelming. And I'll, and I'll, I'll show a story about myself. Right. Like coming in from Ontario, Christian, California, shell shock of going to uh, Ohio, um, that kind of demographic and, and getting that uh, that culture shock. Uh, and then learning that shoot I didn't even know how to run an out route like it's like oh my goodness like then you add school and 15 credits and then there's just the the nastiness of all the distractions on campus and shoot I have a test on Monday what do I do and yeah it's 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 absolutely overwhelming and especially now because the the times of, of 2023 and and after you know we went to college I felt like and maybe this is kind of like the old man on my you know get off my lawn moment but like I felt like we were a little people were a little harder on us back then, right? And so like I think when 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 you speak to these young men, it's it's a lot of them have not experienced some of this toughness, right? And I think one of the the coolest quotes that that uh Matt Campbell ever said was, every everything you want is on the opposite end of hard. And uh going through that myself and now a, being able to talk to these freshmen or these, you know, these players about that statement is, you know, you're you're probably going to go through some things that you n- have never experienced in your hometown. But everything you want, you know, if that's NFL dreams, if that's being a CEO or a director of anything, is going to be on the opposite end of hard. I equate it to, uh, you know, shout out to my wife here, but, but giving birth, right? It's like, giving birth is so tremendously difficult, you know, and, and going through that, that physical and emotional uh, pain is so difficult, but then once you ha- once you give birth, you have this beautiful life in front of you, and it's one of the most joyous times of your life, you know, and so that's kind of what I equate it to uh, when, when I think about, you know, these freshmen or these newcomers coming in, when they come into an environment like this, it's gonna be difficult, but everything you want is at the opposite end of that.
0: For quality, comfortable, and authentic styles on Cyclone Game Days and Every Day, insist on Authentic Brand Sportswear, the premium alternative gear of choice in the Midwest and across the nation. Choose Authentic Brand for your game day styles. And there have been so many great success stories coming out of this program in recent years. What goes through your mind when you see an any Wazirike or Will McDonald become the first in their families to graduate uh, and then get a great opportunity in the NFL, too, or maybe a kid like a Colin Newell who, who just can't play football anymore physically but is really going to be a big success in life. Just to, to see kids come out of this program and how far they've come and to get those opportunities, uh, what, what goes through your mind?
1: Shoot, I, I I would say the first thing that comes to mind is watching it is a blessing, but then to to experience some of those things with those men, you know, and, and, and it's it's funny that you mentioned Colin Newell, you know, come, it kind of comes full circle because now he's a mentor in our mentorship program, right? And Lindsey Long finding the right alumni for that uh, has been great, but, you know, seeing it full circle, not just from a football perspective of Will McDonald, but a Colin Newell being able to, to, to do what he does you know off the field and, and, and creating a success for his family. Uh, but then Will McDonald and what he's been able to do is just been is just been amazing to see. I mean, it's it's all because of the time and dedication that the staff has put into them, but not only them, but these men choosing to better themselves. And I think that's that's the most astounding part is everybody has talent in some aspect on the football field or off the field, but it's the choices that you make every single day that allow success to come to fruition. And so just seeing the, them choose themselves every single day. And, and one of the things that I, I tell our guys is like, You're investing in yourself, but you're investing in yourself five to 10 years from now. And that's one of the hardest things because you don't know yourself then, right? And so them being able to hone in and invest in themselves when everyone is not and and everyone is choosing themselves for the now is an amazing thing to see.
0: We interviewed Orion Vance and Isaiah Lee last summer. and They really opened up and and shared their stories, which I, I was really glad they did because I think so many young people don't have all the advantages and, and still find a way. And it seems to me like Matt and his staff really seek out those kind of kids. They see something in them that maybe other people don't. Tell me about the rewards of that part of the job and and, and seeing people that don't have all the advantages say I'm doing this anyway and finding a way.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it is really rewarding just to again see guys choose to invest in themselves for the long term. I said earlier that a whole man accepts responsibility, rejects passivity, loves and leads courageously, but the last piece is so important to me in investing in things that last, right? And so investing in things that last is tough because you don't know a what's going to last and b to invest in yourself for 5, 10 years from now, you don't know that person. And I think that's one of the that's one of the things that make life worth living right and i think it's difficult in this day and age because a lot of young people and and i hold myself to the same standard we want instant gratification and so it's easy to get lost in that trap of this is going to satisfy me now or this is going to give me gratification now and to hold on to or to put a pause on that gratification for the elongated gratification of five, 10 years down the road, like a guy like an Orion Vance who who didn't have all the opportunities growing up, or Isaiah Lee. And you know, seeing Isaiah even now just sitting with Coach Mills and, and breaking down defenses because he wants to know more. You know, it's not just like I have physical ability and I'm going to go after it. It's I want to do more, I want to know more. You know, being curious about how to better yourself on and off the field I think is, is one of the, the, the coolest things to, to see from, from people like that because it's easy to just fold up the tent and say, this is my circumstance. But I don't think the circumstance make you you. You make the circumstance. You know so it's 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 been a joy to see it really has
0: tell me about the storm program what is it and what's it all about
1: yeah so uh, the storm program uh, it's an acronym for uh, sustained transformation over retained mentorship and one of the things that i got the privilege of doing is to talk to what coach deemed our core 20 guys uh, on the team and i really just sat down and asked them what they wanted from this role Um, And they wanted someone who was gonna be a mentor and who was gonna be here for a long time. And so the name itself is kind of a nod to me being retained and uh, and a mentor right and so uh, really there's three parts to the storm program there's trice academy that's for the newcomers Um, and so they go through different things so we go over stress and time management we go over financing and budgeting how to manage your own money um, unhealthy healthy relationships Uh, we'll go over nutrition we'll go over array of different topics that they're probably going to experience in their first year uh, in the second and third year guys. So your your redshirt sophomore or retro freshman sophomores go through a uh, state school. Um and so uh that's like, you know, decision making, right? And so I think we go over decision making in that second year because when you're in your second year, you're most susceptible to get in trouble. Right. And so the reason being is you know where the good, bad and the ugly is, uh, you know what what things to get into, you know, what's going to derail you. And it's easy to make those quick decisions based on how you feel in the moment. And then third year, we'll start to, to break down professional development and, and start to take a look at what you really want to do. Um, if we can set you up with internships or jobs, um, but we'll also do a little bit of leadership training. We'll, we'll talk more. Uh, we'll talk more finance and we'll kind of go over credit and what that looks like, the do's and don'ts of credit. And that's, that's a big one for me the finance piece, simply because I think when I talked to guys at the league level, uh, that was one of the, the biggest pitfalls in the NFL was guys didn't know how to manage their own money. Um, and they paid someone to do it, which is fine, but they didn't know what they were paying for. So how to how to navigate some of those things, even when you're just a, a regular 9 to 5 guy, um, understanding that and and how to navigate that is going to be crucial for their overall success. And then uh, the, 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 the seniors. Uh, go through Life University, and that's all, all about life, right? We'll, we'll hit unhealthy, healthy relationships again, but we'll also go through finance and investing, right? How to grow your money. We'll talk to the NFLPA. We'll do some more leadership training. We have our mentorship program that we do uh, with our alumni base, uh, just kind of tapping into them and, and how to make the transition. We also have, for our third, fourth, and fifth year guys, something called the Cyclone Path to Profession, and that's done in the winter. And what that entails is uh, two workshops. This year we did LinkedIn and resume building, and then, the, then the, the second workshop was your professional presence and how to prepare for an interview. And then the last piece was our Professionals and Pro Day, which uh, entails nine companies coming in that are geared towards our guys' top five majors in the program and uh, they got a chance to sit down and, and see some of the pitfalls of the, each of one of those industries, uh, talk to people, talk to really higher-ranking higher people that, that understood the, the industry, uh, how they got into the business, um, what they do specifically, and then at the end of the night, uh, each one of those companies had a micro-internship or job shadow for each one of those. Uh, or Really, not all of our kids, but each one of those companies had a micro two micro-internships or job shadows for whoever applied. And so it's really an all-encompassing program. And what we strived for was to have the program follow you where you are. So it's not a whole team program. It's based off of, uh, of, of where you're at uh, at Iowa State. So we understand that a freshman is not going to go through the same things that junior goes through. right? And a senior is not going to go the th- through the same things that a, that a sophomore is going to go through. So the topics and the discussions are handpicked for where they're at currently. Right? And so we try to meet them where they are, and we try to talk about things that are really relevant to them at the current moment. We have our mental health clinician, Caitlin, in on some of those talks when, when we're talking about you know unhealthy, healthy relationships from a psychological standpoint, from uh, stress and time management from, uh, from a psychological standpoint. So it's really collaborative, but I would say that it really does try to follow you where you are, so when you leave Iowa State, Um, you have a lot of uh, at least a base layer of of things that you thought about outside of this building.
0: On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when supported by the team at Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclone's John Deere dealer of choice. Just as I did an interview with our we have an outstanding women's golf coach, Christy Martins, and I interviewed her recently. One thing she said was that Her team, when they're on the road, they don't have their cell phones with them. And she said that other coaches constantly come up and remark to her, wow, your team chemistry is so great. It seems like your girls all like each other. They get along great. How is the presence of social media make your job challenging? And how do you challenge young men to use social media in a positive way?
1: Yeah, so I'll start with the first I think going back to that instant gratification piece, social media is tough because there is an issue of confidence and false confidence. And I think when you have a young man who's on Twitter and who's on Instagram, when you're doing great, everyone's kind of praising you, right? And you get that, you get that gratification, but when you're doing bad, you know, obviously the the fans will respond. And so I think that dictates a lot of the emotion that our young men have. So I think that's probably the biggest negative, right? But I think to use it in a positive way, I think social media allows players to give fans a glimpse into who they are, right? If they use it responsibly, especially in football, when, when you play with helmets on and it's not basketball or baseball where your face is all always out there and it's more of a player driven league, you know, football is more of a team sport. It's so it it allows for our players to express themselves in a manner that will give fans a glimpse into who they are as people. And I think if players do it wisely, that allows for the human element for fans instead of this it just being a number. So I would say that's probably the the biggest upside for social media. There are there are a lot of a lot of downfalls obviously too with with the instant gratification, but then on top of that, you know, with how things work now with just relationships, it's easy to get steered away from your your ultimate goal when there's so much temptation out there. I would say that's probably the first biggest negative behind the instant gratification piece.
0: You talked about players and what they are going to be 10 years from now. If you could look into a crystal ball, I'm guessing that you will still probably be communicating with a lot of these guys that are coming into your office uh, this week, 10 years from now. What, what does that m- mean to you to know that you're probably going to be an important part of these guys' lives, not just while they're here at Iowa State, but after.
1: I think that's what I've truly made my career on. Even when I got to Iowa State and continually, I still talk to a lot of our, or a good amount of our, our Bucks players, right? I, I talked to Cody McElroy who played at Oklahoma State. He's getting married here in, in October and, and we were talking about the wedding and then I reached out to Shaq Barrett about the unfortunate news about his daughter just to just to check in on him and, and see how he's doing. I always have this thing where, you know, I say that the relationship that I have with our players Goes far beyond Iowa State, and I always say jokingly that I always say it's gonna be all right with without you and me, and you know there's probably gonna be another another person in the seat long after me, right? But, you know, the relationship that I've created with you guys goes far beyond this. So I feel like that's what I've kind of modeled my entire persona is the relationship that I build with each one of the players goes far beyond these four walls. Right. And so the, one of the things that I, I look forward to in five to 10 years is getting a Christmas card from, let's say, like Orion Vance and him and his wife are married with two kids. And, you know, he's doing this, that and the other. That's that's where I get my gratification. I think I love us scoring the touchdowns and and getting the wins. But, you know, you know, I, I can't wait for five, ten years down the road when I get those Christmas cards and little Orion is, is running around or little Zay or little Will is running around or Willette, you know, and, and shoot, I, I get to have get to have that time with them.
0: That's what it's all about. Last thing for you, Justice. We've talked at length in this interview just about how you work for a head coach who is very well aligned with the way you think and, and you with him. What would be your advice to maybe a rising, aspiring young assistant coach who's just getting his first head coaching opportunity about the value of understanding how important it is to develop these young people, not just as football players, but as young men? What advice would you give to a young coach just becoming a head coach?
1: Yeah, I would say that you have to touch the hearts and minds of, of each young man, right? Because I think if they if you have the hearts and minds of the of the young men then they'll then they'll run through brick walls for you. If they see it as, you know, Coach always talks about the relationship between the players and himself is more transformational than transactional right and I think that's what the coach preaches I would say be transformational with your players not be transactional because if they feel like it's transactional then it'll just stop there right and it'll be a a rough and rocky relationship you might get a few wins here and there and that's fantastic but I think you know the transformational piece has to be at the forefront
0: awesome I appreciate you taking so much time it was awesome to visit with you know learn a little bit more about what you're doing for and with these players and it's neat that this position exists and it's neat that you're the person doing it because i'm convinced that you're doing a lot of good for these young men
1: thank you i appreciate that
0: today's sidecast was brought to you by van wall equipment stop by one of their locations and learn how to farm better work smarter and play harder when you run with van wall and john deere thanks for listening